Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Too Fit to Quit, and this is your host, Shelby Warden. First and foremost, I want to thank you all for listening, and I also want to thank the Horizon at IU Southeast for making it possible for me to record and for allowing me to have this podcast. This is such a big dream of mine, and it's just going to open so many doors, and I'm just so blessed for this opportunity. So, I wanted to thank the Horizon as well as the listeners for making this possible. So the last episode, we got really into um, overcoming gym anxiety and just getting in and getting after it. And I think that a big part of that is kind of coming to understand what you're doing in the gym, which can be very hard at first. And there's a lot of words that really just don't make sense. So that's what this episode is about. We're going to be diving into the compounds, accessories, and splits. Oh my. So the first term that we're going to talk about is the compound. So compound lifts sound super scary at first, but basically a compound lift is just targeting multiple muscle groups at once, which when you think of like you're lifting, I'm just going to kind of use like the example of like a compound lift versus an isolating lift. So, or an exercise, I guess I should say, a compound exercise versus a isolating exercise. So, these compound exercises are going to target multiple muscle groups, um, and ultimately, they're going to allow you to kind of lift heavier as well when you think about it, because you're using different muscles. So, everything is kind of contributing to that lift and that exercise that you're doing. So, When you're deadlifting, for example, you're going to be using a lot of your hamstrings, a little bit of your quads too, um, some calves, some back, glutes. So these are going to lead to more muscle growth over time because you are using so many muscles at once. So a lot of people start out with these exercises when they create their workouts because you are able to use more muscle groups you're able to kind of add more weight sometimes Uh, but they do require a lot more energy and they increase your BMR which is really good for burning more fat and you're ultimately burning more calories so that's really good if you're trying to quote-unquote tone up Um, but basically like the science behind this is you are continuously putting mechanical and metabolic damage to your muscle fibers which sounds bad, but that's a good thing because that is how you build muscle. So you kind of tear those muscles apart in order for them to recover and grow and become bigger ultimately. So one thing I do want to say though with this, you're still able to build muscles and you're like isolating accessory lifts that you do. But these are for all around like muscle rather than like an isolated muscle, if that makes sense. So with that being said, we also have our isolated like muscle exercises. I call them accessory lifts because they're accessories to my compounds that I use when I work out. And I want to point out, I do not make my own workouts anymore. I have a trainer that does all of that for me that has been in the game for a long time and knows exactly what I need to reach my goals. But Whenever I did create my own workouts, I still followed the same 
um, plan of my compounds, my isolating slash accessories, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the biggest reason that I created my lifts to follow this routine is so that way every single day I wasn't hitting the same thing and my muscles were able to recover because one thing that I think is super important is it's not just about how you train, but it's about how you recover in order for you to have the best progress that you are wanting. So that's why the compounds and accessories, isolating exercises are so important and why it's so important to have that split, which we will dive into in a little bit. But with any plan though, regardless if I'm making it or a trainer is, having your isolated exercises, accessories to your compounds are going to really enhance that workout and add that isolated um, exercise to target that specific muscle group. So my lat pull downs, my bicep curls, my leg extensions, my leg curls, my chest, my cable chest flies, all of that is isolating the muscle group that I'm wanting to target for the day. And I would never personally, this is just my preference, I don't ever target one thing and then hit it again the next day. Solely because, like I said, that rest and recover is just as important as the training itself. So with that being said, now that you know exactly what you're doing, or not maybe not exactly, but you have an idea, um, it's super important to have that workout split. And like I said, my workout splits, I don't hit the same thing like two days in a row because by doing that, I'm just putting too much tension. And for me, I sometimes have a harder time to recover. And I like to have some days between. That way my muscles can recover and I'm not hitting them super hard over and over again. So just for this podcast, I'm going to explain my split that I do and I'm also going to explain an old split that I used to do because everyone's split can be different it just honestly depends on your goals for me with my bikini division a lot of emphasis is on your glutes and delts so that's kind of a big focus of mine because that's something that I want to grow Um, I used to really want to grow my quads so I used to have emphasis on my quads not so much anymore solely because that's not a big concern of my division for my end goal but for those who aren't competing focus on what you want to focus on if you have a trainer um, a good conversation to have is over what you are wanting to grow what your trainer thinks that you could have work on but just remember that it's all in the balls in your court so you know you're paying your trainer so (laughs) if you have a certain goal that you want to meet most trainers, all of my trainers that I've ever had, have I've had two. They've both been amazing. They've both really worked with me on what I wanted to work on. Um, my trainer right now would tell it to me straight if I had an unrealistic goal. Most trainers will. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. But if you're working on your own split, you know, run with it. You know, like you're the world is your oyster. And is that the saying? I don't even know if that's a saying, but (laughs) just, you know, just remember that you have your goals and work on the things that you want to grow. But just remember that, you know, having balance is going to give you for ladies. I know like the hourglass shape, don't neglect your upper body because upper body is going to lead to better lower body days. Because like I said, you use your back more than you think. 
So going into the split, after that little rant I just went on, I have a five-day split that I do currently. I used to have a six-day split. Um, but for right now, what I do, I have five days a week. I have on my day one, my glutes and quads with some calves sprinkled in. That's actually what I did today. <laughs> and then I have my next day is my push day. Push days um, are basically just your chest, your triceps, and your shoulders. And I want to emphasize, like for me, I hit shoulders pretty hard, even with my um, push day, just because that's something I want to grow. And then I have on my day three, my pull day, which is basically my back and biceps. And like I said, I focus on my shoulders. So the rear delts are also being hit with that a little bit. And then day four is my glutes and hamstrings. So, you know, like I said, I focus on my glutes twice um, with the glutes and quads and then my calves on that day. And then the fourth day is my glutes and hams with some calves sprinkled in as well because who doesn't like some nice toned calves? <laughs> and then my day five is my shoulders. And this day is like all shoulders. And between this too, I also have core work being sprinkled in. Um, every few days, my trainer emphasizes core, don't skip your abs. Um, and core isn't just, you know, like a six pack. Think of like your core as like the center of your body. So having a strong core is going to emphasize better lifts as well because you should have your core engaged with all of your compounds to protect your back because that's something I didn't know before was how important having a strong core is and you know like planks are amazing for strengthening not just your abs but like the back you know because your core goes up or goes to your back as well so super duper important also something that I do want to mention is with these like different days that you're hitting, um, you are able to kind of push yourself a little bit more because you're not so fatigued from it. So if I would have hit glutes and quads today and then tomorrow, the same exact thing, I would not be able to get as optimal of like a hack squat as I was today because I'm so fatigued because I guarantee tomorrow I will be sore because I get sore pretty easy. Um, but soreness is not a measure of how hard you went in the gym. So, you know, if you're the type of person who doesn't get very sore, that's not a bad thing. And honestly, I wish I was that person. But, you know, you can still push yourself very hard and not be sore in the gym um, because soreness is not a way to measure your muscles or how hard you went in the gym. Um, and just keep that in mind. So another thing with your splits. So one thing that this week I really want to work on is my bench press. So when I bench, that's a compound lift, by the way, I might go really, really hard and have that at the beginning of my workout for my push day. And on my shoulder press, I might not go super hard on that because I'm going to be fatigued from my compound lift. So that's something to keep in mind is kind of putting your energy in the lifts that you want to focus on and the lifts that you want to progressive overload on which that's also a term that we will get into in a little bit. Um, but that's something that's super important, and I think that people sometimes think they have to go super hard on every single thing. And a big part of it is that you really just need to focus on your 
intentional lifting. So be intentional with everything you do. You might not go super heavy this week on one thing because you're fatigued and your muscles like are really hurting with those 20 pound dumbbells when last week you were able to do 25. But just making every lift intentional is such an important part of this. And I think that's with anything in life, you know, having intentional interactions with people and intentional um, like days where, you know, you might not be feeling 100%, but giving what you can give is more than giving nothing. And I think that's super important for people to recognize, not just in the gym, but in life and in all aspects. So like I said, you have different areas of focus, like mine are my glutes and delts. And so I focus on those twice a week for both. And that's just for my goals. So some splits may focus on other things. Um, Previously, I did my quads and calves one day. I did a full arm day. Then I did a push day, my glutes and hams, and then a pull, and then I had shoulders again. And sometimes, depending on the week, I would cut shoulders, but that was a six-day split that I did. Some people only have four days. Some people have three days. And I mentioned this in the first episode as well, but if you are just starting, I do not recommend going all six days or all seven days or whatever, but I do not recommend seven days regardless of who you are personally. And we'll get into that in the very end, but I just do not recommend going as much as you can as soon as you first start lifting because you are going to burn yourself out quicker than if you would have just eased into it. And you also don't want to hurt yourself and that can happen in the very beginning because you're not, you may not, I'm not going to say you will be doing this wrong, but like you might not be focusing on form or you might not have the best form because you're not sure what that looks like yet. And you learn that with time and you learn that with experience. So going into when you make your workouts, when I made mine, now my, like I said, my trainer does it now, but when I made my own I focused on about three to four compounds and four to five accessories and my compounds just you know focused on like the muscle group that I was hitting so for like you know your legs maybe I was doing squats maybe I was doing deadlifts if I was doing a push day maybe I was doing my bench press um you know so like my back rack pulls whatever and then my accessories I would you know implement those that isolated the muscles that I was hitting so If I was doing, you know, quads that day, I would have my leg extensions. If I was doing a chest day, I would be doing my um, cable chest flies, you know, arms. I'd be doing my tricep extensions or my um, bicep curls, you know, like just things like that, that really (laughs) implemented the workouts that and the muscle groups that I was wanting to work. And then I also, one thing that I do want to point out with this as well I keep things the same. It's pretty boring. It's not like a super exciting Instagram workout that you might see um, where it's like these crazy lifts or whatever, but I keep things the same for weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks, and I might change like one accessory or two and do it for something different, but I keep everything the same, especially since I have a trainer who writes my own workouts. I keep everything that she does. I do it. If there's something that's taken or broken, I might ask her like, hey, can I do this? But it's still something that's implementing those same movements, basically. So if I have like a hip hinge movement, I'm going to keep a hip hinge movement that is going to be similar and working the same muscle group. And progressive overload, I've mentioned this a few times today, but progressive overload is when you are gradually increasing the weight 
or the frequency or the number of repetitions in your routine that you're doing. So I will have another episode solely over progressive overload because there's just so much that you could say with this and so many examples. And if I'm going to be explaining this, I want to explain it with examples and just really diving into it. So I will go into this in another episode, but basically just a, you know, quick little definition. It's where you gradually increase weight, frequency, number of repetitions in your routine. So for example, if I'm doing a, let me think, a bench press of 135 for eight, next week I might do it 135 for 10 and so on and so forth. And if that makes sense. So I am in, I'm gradually increasing and it might not be a whole lot at once, but the point of it is to kind of just keep growing you're not just staying stagnant and plateauing which a lot of people do and then they're like why do I not have results it's because you're plateaued and what are you doing in order to increase that are you progressive overloading are you eating enough and there's there's just so many things that go into it but um for the purpose of this episode keeping your workouts the same allows you to progressive overload in those exercises And with all of that being said, just remember to focus on your form, especially if you're still new to exercising or to strength training, focusing on your form. Don't increase weight until your form is controlled and perfected because that is how you hurt yourself. And I did it over the summer. I was, like I said, I've been working out for a while and I still hurt myself. So you don't have to be new to fall victim to it. You can be working out for a long time, but A slip in your form can lead to an injury and that injury pushes back your progress because like for me, I didn't do leg days for about a month. So I went down in weight that I was pushing because I wasn't able to push that anymore because I hadn't been doing it in over a month. And lastly to end on is rest days and why rest days are so important because when I first started and up until this year, really, up until 2022, I did not understand rest days and why they were so important. And really like a deeper meaning of this or a deeper reason, I didn't know how to rest. And I felt, and I still do, it's not something that I just learned to not do, but I still feel guilty if I rest or if I take a day from the gym or if I skip a few of my exercises that day because I feel lazy and like that's not something that's it's not true at all I know I'm not lazy and I still feel it sometimes because of resting and resting is a way for your muscles to recover and especially like I said in the beginning your muscles are damaged from your lifts and being able to recover is what produces muscle and you're not going to do that. You're not going to be able to grow if you aren't resting. And that recovery is just as important as the training itself. And I never, I never, I couldn't wrap my head around that. And I still sometimes can't. I still sometimes fall victim to letting my mind be like, oh, you're being lazy because you're not working out or, oh, you're just lazy right now. You don't want to put in the work. 
but really my body needs it. And more importantly, I think sometimes we feel like we have to be doing something 24-7. And I say we, and I'm calling myself out with this. We feel like, I feel like I have to be doing something 24-7 or I'm not being productive with my time, which isn't true at all. And a lot of the times, because my only personality trait is working out, and that's not even a lie, it really is the only thing that I do in my spare time, um, is work out. And I'm in my head, I'm like, well, you're not making any progress because you're not in the gym. Or you, I had a really hard time at first too. I wasn't doing cardio. So I would go to the gym on my off, like on my rest days and I would just do cardio. And then my coach was like, no, like I don't have cardio in your plan because you don't need it right now. And that was so hard for me because I was like, well, what am I supposed to do on these days? Rest? Well, what is rest? A lot of times we don't, know what rest is and that's why it's so hard for us and really I think the hardest part of rest days is the mental game that you play and I like I said I'm saying you and we I'm meaning me it's an I thing and if somebody else relates to it then that makes it even better but resting is so important because it not only heals your body but it's healing you mentally and it's taking away that stress and life itself can be stressful and we've all had days where we feel like they do not end and that's putting some fatigue on your body as well because think about it you're just on go mode 24 7 you have your classes for college you have your work that you're doing on top of it because being in college is not cheap so you're working you have your homework you have classes you have your workload and then you're like okay time to go work out well when are you resting and a lot of times I used to say well I sleep like nine hours but am I sleeping soundly am I having sound sleep probably not for me I wake up a lot in my sleep and melatonin just makes me feel groggy and I have weird dreams and it just it's not for me and so I wasn't sleeping sound so these rest days became a part of me where I had to learn to accept them and to truly rest because I was banking on it and I hit a wall in probably I think it was like January or maybe it was February where I had to tell my trainer and I've never done this because like I said working out was my personality trait and I hit a wall where I was like I need to step back and I need to evaluate not only my goals, but I need to evaluate myself, my mental health, because I am at a wall and I cannot pass it. And my trainer was like, let's take some days off. Let's focus on routine. Let's focus on goals. Let's focus on your, like, what can we do to make this easy on you and to make you learn to step back? Because we need to step back. We need to rest and we need to get back in our groove. And this was hard because I had never done this before, but this is what led to more progress because with that rest, I was able to really grow in the gym and mentally. And I think that's the best part of working out. And that's how I want to end this episode is recognizing that these workouts are hard, but they are leading to so much more strength than just physical strength. And 
really attacking it, really being intentional in the gym, being intentional in your rest days is what's going to lead to progress. And not just in the gym, but you will grow as a person as well as physically. And that's the best part of this. And I just hope that sticks with you. I hope that if you are able to get anything, just recognize that it's not just about how you train, but it's how you recover and to be intentional with everything that you do, whether it's in the gym, whether it's in life, whether it's with academics, whether it's with relationships, be intentional and get in, get after it. And just remember that you are too fit to quit. Thank you.